Hello, my Lonely Hour listeners. This is your host, Julia, and I'm here to tell you that we have a brand new season that you can find on Stitcher Premium. Just go to stitcher.com slash lonelyhour to sign up now. You'll get access to ad-free episodes and archives of some of your other favorite shows, as well as exclusive bonus episodes of hit podcasts, early access to new releases, and over 300 stand-up comedy albums. You'll also have the option to donate to The Lonely Hour, which is the best way to support it. Thank you for helping us keep this show going. Welcome back to The Lonely Hour's pre-season two miniseries. It's Julia here, and on the other side of the recording booth glass is my new team at The Listening Booth, home of Memory Motel and the forthcoming What's Happening Here. The Lonely Hour will officially start up again in October with The Listening Booth's help. We've got new resources, and we found new angles into the topic of loneliness. In the meantime, I'm sharing essays on loneliness to give you a little something to chew on. I commissioned these pieces over the summer. You can read all 18 on thelonelyhour.com under the Stories section, and I've picked five of my favorites to be read aloud here by the writers themselves. After each reading, I'm going to ask the author a few questions. Today's reading, which is our fourth, is from Stephen Satterfield, a writer and activist, mostly in the food realm. In fact, he just took on a job as director of Farm to Fork in San Francisco, You can find out more about that at farmtoforksf.org. For this series, Stephen contributed a poem, which he calls The Lonely Hour. That's O-U-R, hour. Lonely is a tale the afflicted may be willing to share, but to no avail because no one is there. Solo behind a podium addressing the air. Lonely is a chameleon, of shades, stages, and phases, buried under naked faces, painstakingly aching for a voice to fill the void, and shrouded in silence, the loudest noise. Lonely is the absence of heat, shivering bones clack and crackling back and forth, sticks seeking friction for a fire to melt the snow blanketing the soul, difficult to detect, Harder to confess, a desire to connect. At the edge of a bar where others are coupled, mothered and brothered, a stranger sips sulking by the glass and receives our deepest sympathy, a reflection of our projection, this expression we know so well, embedded with an encumbered presence, a black sunset. That black sunset. What makes you want to use that image and end on it here? What does a black sunset even mean? When I'm writing, uh, it's a process of articulating a feeling. And articulating loneliness is not easy to do. I mean, loneliness is sort of a, a dark and depressing uh, reality. Um, it, there is a longing in loneliness. And so when I was trying to figure out the best words to convey a very personal feeling, uh, I tried 
to use a, a commonality or a shared experience to sort of draw from. Um, and so the shared experience of, of a sunset um, and, and seeing that in context of something warm and compelling and captivating and renewing. A black sunset takes the same familiarity and turns it into something that instead of uplifts us or inspires us or renews us, uh, it gives us pause. It's like this thing is not supposed to be this way. Something's not right here. Something's aloof. Uh, and so when that image came to to my mind, um, that's sort of how I wanted to, to close. Uh, like, you know, the sun setting uh, on the thought of, of loneliness. Why a poem? I guess for me... Uh, writing poetry is never something that I was particularly uh, intentional about insofar as wanting to be a poet or be called a poet. I've never read much poetry, to be honest. But uh, I learned at a very young age, I think probably 14 years old, that writing poetry for me was an amazingly therapeutic exercise. And that poetry allowed me to take complex ideas and feelings that were otherwise very hard for me to articulate and distill them into the clearest version of itself. Um, because it's hard to write poetry um, and it's hard to write in general. And as any writer will tell you, uh, so much of the writing process is about editing. And with poetry, it's sort of this hyper editing process in which every single word has so much more meaning because there are oftentimes much fewer words used to convey much larger and grander ideas or shared feelings or sentiments. So... That's why I love the medium of poetry. That's why I love writing poetry. Okay, Stephen, the big one. What does loneliness mean to you? Well, uh, through these exercises, loneliness has taught me that it is not the same as being alone. It is a very important distinction. And I think that distinction is, again, about longing versus being and loneliness is a longing it does imply some sort of discomfort some sort of gap between a person and either another person or another place or even just another reality but we feel that distance in our isolation being alone is something that can be relished. It can be indulgent, and especially in a society that is increasingly connected and together. And for people who work in industries that are very social and rely so much on uh, 
heavy and frequent interaction, alone time is something that is very necessary to be whole and to be rejuvenated. Uh, so I guess to me, loneliness is just a bit more sad than, than being alone. Um, but it's also something that we've all felt before. And it's a real emotion. It's a real sentiment. And I think that with these more gloomy emotions, it's really important to create awareness around that to give ourselves the tools to reconcile these feelings and to understand that it is part of our human experience and sometimes even the human condition. But when we're able to identify these gloomy feelings and to grow around them and move beyond them, then there's a new kind of, of power uh, that we imbue and that we embody because we've really, we've persevered, we've grown, we've evolved. So what does loneliness mean to you, listeners? I'm not the expert on the topic. I'm just the shepherd of the conversation. So let's explore what loneliness means together. Drop me a voicemail with your definition on Google Voice. Dial 415-663-5901. That's 41lonely01. You can also record your thoughts as a voice memo and email me the mp3 file at lonelyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure to include your name and an email address so I can get back to you, because we may use what you said in a future episode. Otherwise, stay tuned, because I'll be sharing our final essay soon. In the meantime, you can read all of them at thelonelyhour.com. And as always, you can email me there or find me on Twitter at Lonely Podcast or on the Lonely Hours Facebook page. <laughs>